Hello, and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, as well as school, work, and other things life likes to throw our way. In these episodes, religious topics such as growing closer to God, maturing in our faith, as well as general ones like college difficulties and navigating new experiences in life will be covered. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. I hope that you all had an amazing weekend. This week, we are going to be talking about something that I think is really important. We're going to be discussing the importance of rest, how much you should be resting, and why you should take some time to rest. I will be honest with you all. At first, I had no idea what I wanted to talk about this week. Usually God will put something on my heart or give me some type of idea and I can usually get right to work. Because that's the thing with how I podcast. I typically will write out a script of what I want to say as I feel I tend to go off on tangents and I'm not as good as, you know, being able to think on the spot. When I write out my script, I can still usually leave room for when the Holy Spirit will place something on my heart that connects with what I'm saying. So back to when I was writing this podcast, I was kind of panicking, honestly, because I had no idea what I wanted to talk about. I was trying so hard to think of something and I was praying a little bit like, God, please just place an idea on my heart. Like, tell me what to do. Tell me what to say, because I was so lost. I even, you know, opened up my Bible app to see if there's anything that could give me some type of inspiration. And, you know, I was trying to think back to the proverb I had read earlier, but my mind was blank. Like I couldn't think of anything. Then all of a sudden, you know, I felt this urge just to pray to God, put on some Christian music and just kind of sit in silence. After a few songs, the thought of rest and resting came to mind out of nowhere. See, that's the thing about our society due to expectations, norms, and competitiveness. We think it's normal to be constantly working 24-7. That's why so many of us will feel useless or worthless if we are not working 24-7, giving it our all. With that, I completely understand that everyone has different financial situations. And some people have to work multiple jobs to meet and meet. What I am talking about is choosing to throw ourselves in more and more work, chasing money, chasing goals, chasing worldly things, chasing materialistic things, just to fill the void that we often fill by ourselves. We are constantly told to be working and getting things done. And if you're not getting things done, then you're just lazy and you're going to get left behind. You know, it almost feels that way. They don't always say it directly, but that's just kind of the idea that is looming around all of us. Now, I'm not saying that you should never work because an example in scripture we see is from Proverbs 19:15. Laziness casts one into a deep sleep and a lazy person will suffer hunger. We have adopted this attitude that we have to pour ourselves into our work and outwork our coworkers, outwork our competitors, outwork those around us. But that's the thing. If we pour ourselves into our work, how much is left for God? 
How much is left for our family, our friends, or even just for rest? A lot of the time we place our identity into our work and when it isn't good enough or we aren't working enough or things go wrong, we take it so personally. I know a lot of people will often work to avoid their feelings or whatever may be stressing them out in life. You know, they'll kind of throw themselves into their work, pour themselves into a project or an idea to kind of avoid and not deal with the reality that they are dealing with in real life, you know, especially in America. It's, you know, you graduate, you work 40 to 50 hours a week for your whole adult life in a competitive situation, you know, constantly wanting to keep up with the Joneses, keep up with their neighbors, trying to have the most and the best things and retire in your 50s or 60s, if you're even lucky enough to retire. And then, you know, when adults retire, they kind of feel weird because it's so unnatural to have so much time to themselves. It's so unnatural to be able to rest because they've been working nonstop for years. Which, bringing it back to how God placed this topic on my heart of this episode, I feel that God kind of withheld his plans for me until I took the time to just stop and rest. I am taking one course during this kind of like optional semester in between fall and spring. We have finals this week, and I've been putting a lot more effort into Joyful Heart, the Instagram, you know, trying to be more active and to be more creative and to kind of invest more time and effort into it. So I've been pretty busy and honestly really stressed out this week. God showed me the importance of rest and taking the time to stop and be still. Not only with overworking, but we live in such a fast-paced society due to technology. When I couldn't think of a topic, I began to panic because it was taking so long. But in reality, it really wasn't. You know, our minds are so wired to this fast-paced instant society that when things take a little bit longer, we're like, well, that's not even worth it. Like, this is a waste of my time. You know, we are so impatient nowadays because we get everything so quickly. You know, if you have any answer, if you have any question, you can pick up your phone, Google it in 30 seconds. You can text someone in 30 seconds. Like, we are so used to just getting everything so instantly. So when something takes time, when a relationship takes time, when a situation takes time, we're like, well, this is not even worth it. Like it's taking too long when in reality, it's not. We're just being the impatient ones. God had me sit in stillness because it's something that I've been trying to get better at, but my attention span is so short these days. And it's so hard for me to be in total physical and mental silence for a long time. But when I can do it, it is so comforting and it's soothing to have no thoughts, no stress, no worries, just sitting in silence and being still. We need to make sure that we take time from our busy schedules to be still in the presence of the Lord. Your work won't be its best if you have to sacrifice your well-being, your mental health, and your physical health for it. So now turning to some scripture, we go to Psalms 46, 10 through 11. Stop striving and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Exodus fourteen thirteen through 14. But Moses said to the people, Do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will perform for you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see them again, ever. The Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. In both of these verses, God is telling us to be still and wait on him. If you aren't familiar with the Exodus context, the Israelites were literally running for their lives from the Egyptians. They were running into freedom and running away from their oppressors. They were running away from their old life. If they were to be caught, they'd be brought back, beaten, and probably killed. And yet, even in that life or death scenario, God was like, wait, and I will come through. I feel the one thing that is a positive that I've learned from COVID is the importance of resting and stopping. The world will keep on spinning. It is not worth our lives and our happiness to produce the best work 24-7. The enemy wants us to keep working and be tired because what typically happens when we feel stressed out, we seek pleasurable things and we seek Things that maybe might not always be what's best for us, but it brings us this instant happiness. It brings us this instant relief, but it's not true happiness. It doesn't fix the stress. It doesn't even take away the stress. It just kind of momentarily, you know, kind of puts a blanket over it, but it's still there. It's still an elephant in a room. Like if you put a blanket on an elephant, it's still going to be there. It's not invisible. And when we are tired, we get irritated, we get stressed, we get moody, we get snappy with those around us. Sometimes God, you know, may need us to stop and wait for his words on what to do next. Maybe you're at a point in your life and you're like, I have no idea what I'm going to do in the future. I have no idea what I'm going to do for my career. So we go on this massive hunt and this massive search of trying to find things, trying to find the answers, but the answers will never really be out there. Sometimes God may need us to just stop and wait, wait for his word, wait for his instruction. We know his timing is perfect and we know his timing is well thought out. It's not something he's just thinking about. He's not making you wait because he doesn't know the answer. He knows the answer and he knows the outcome. He needs you to trust him. Trust that he knows what is best. Trust that he has your best interests in mind. Trust that he knows the desires of your heart. Trust that he loves you enough and that he will take care of you. You know, with any relationship, if there is no trust and no communication, it can only go so far before you start to doubt the other person, before you start to doubt their interests and doubt their intentions. You know, we really just have to stop and wait, wait for the Lord, wait for his instruction, wait for his approval, wait for his answers. Because whenever we go off on our own, we always end up getting hurt. Sin always leads to destruction and always leads to consequences. And more than likely, you will be the one getting hurt or others will be getting hurt. Too often, you know, we kind of switch into autopilot instead of coming to God and trusting in him and allowing him to take over a situation, trusting that he will help us, 
and just be still knowing that he is faithful even when we cannot produce an ounce of faith god is faithful and thank god you know he is not dependent on our faith because if he was nothing would ever go through nothing would ever work out because our faith in comparison to his everlasting eternal faith is not even a fair comparison we have to stop and realize we are not robots that can just keep going we have limits and our bodies need rest. Our bodies thrive on rest. That is why when you are just so exhausted, you will literally fall asleep wherever you are because your body needs rest. You are not a robot. You cannot keep going. You need to stop and be still and reset and refill your body and get some energy. So now I want to point to some more verses that'll really kind of clarify how God feels about rest. So we start off in Genesis 2, 1 through 3. And so the heavens and the earth were completed and all their heavenly lights. By the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because on it, he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. Exodus 28 through 11. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. For six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is Sabbath of the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male slave, your female slave, or your cattle, or your resident who stays with you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth the sea and everything that is in them. And he rested on the seventh day. For the reason the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Hebrews 4, 8 through 11. For Joshua had given them rest, he would not have spoken for another day after that. Consequently, there remains a Sabbath day for the people of God. For the one who has entered into his rest has himself also rested from his works, as God did from his Therefore, let's make every effort to enter the rest so that no one will fall by the following the same example of disobedience. Here are just three examples of where we are told to rest and to honor Sabbath. The one from Exodus is literally a part of the Ten Commandments. So it's not even just a recommendation. It's a commandment from God to honor Sabbath and rest on that day after working five or six days during the week. This is something God literally tells us to do because he sees the value of rest and how good it is. You know, and it talks about how when you don't get rest, you know, as I said earlier, maybe you're moody. Maybe you act out in disobedience because you're so stressed out. We really have to take Sabbath seriously. And that is something, you know, I will be honest, I need to work on myself because I tend to do chores on Sunday or I tend to, you know, clean or I'll do like homework, you know. But I think moving forward, I really want to try to get this stuff done on Saturday so that on Sunday, you know, I can attend a virtual church session and I can be in scripture more and I can rest in the stillness and the presence of God and just take more time to, you know, work on my relationship with God that day. Um, 
hear him out, take more time to worship. I know I need to do better at honoring Sabbath myself because God commands us to. And it's not just because he commands us to, but also because there's value in that. There's an important factor of Sabbath that we miss out on when we overwork ourselves seven days a week. And as I said, we are not robots. You have to stop and honor Sabbath and take that day to rest, to refill yourself physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, take that time to be in prayer, take that time to worship God, take that time to do more devotions and, you know, commit your time to the Lord. And, you know, think about it. If God, the all-powerful God needs to and honors Sabbath, then we should definitely be doing the same. The God who never sleeps, who exists outside the realm of time, honors Sabbath then what does that say about us humans? God commands us to stop and to rest. He understands the benefits of it and he sees the importance of it. I know that once we kind of get in the groove of things and get going, it can be really hard to pull away, but we need to. We need to do more and put in more of an effort of stopping and pulling away from our work. Take Sabbath to stay away from work. Take time to be in scripture more, to be with family more, to actually rest. Ask God to help you make the most of your time for the upcoming week, to set goals for the week. Ask God how you can help him, how you can do something for him, how you can glorify him more. Because as I've said before, you know, sometimes we get into this thing of kind of treating God as a genie and not sacrificing anything for him, not doing things for him, you know, um, being obedient to him. So maybe like sit down with God, like, how can I help you this week, God? What can I do for you? How can I love on other people like you do? How can I imitate you better this week? And get into scripture to seek those answers because, you know, scripture is active. It's alive. It's our guidebook for the time we are on earth. You know, we can turn to it for whatever kind of need or situation we may be in. Make sure you give God the time and attention that he deserves. Our identity should be placed in God, not the world, not our work, or not anything else. Because that's the thing. Anything worldly or materialistic that we place our identity into, it can be gone in an instant. And you don't want your identity to disappear alongside it. You know, really, I mean, it's kind of a deep question, but like, think like, what is my impact on this earth? Because more than likely people will remember the personal things, the kind or mean things you said more than your work. And it's the sad thing. And it's kind of like a deep dive to going into. And I know we talked about not overthinking, but, you know, just really think like, how can I impact someone's day? How can I impact their life? How can I love on them? How can I share the good news of the gospel with them? How can I show them God's love? Because people will be watching. If you say and identify as a Christian, people will be more, you know, kind of critical of your actions and stuff. So just kind of think like, how can I just be an impact? How can I help someone else out today? If you find yourself constantly overworking, take some time to sit in silence and stillness and hear from the Lord. He can help you with the stress you may be experiencing. God tells us to unload 
all of our burdens and worries onto him. Be still for once and take the time to rest in the presence of our good God. We need to learn to fit our lives around him and not the opposite way. Please take care of yourself and your bodies. Set a goal this week to sit in silence, even if it's just for five minutes. Do it and see how God can transform you. I also might start taking a break every 10 episodes, and this is my 31st episode, but my very first one was more like a short introduction. So this is my 30th technical episode, which is so wild and so crazy, and I'm so happy to be doing the podcast, and it really, I just can't believe I'm doing this, you know, it's just absolutely wild. But yeah, just wanted to let you know that. And I am wishing you all a great rest of your day and a wonderful week. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics, or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L. H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, as well as for the private Facebook group. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye guys.